I was, I was banging on the door. I was just knocking on it as hard as I could. And I said, you better be there. You better be there. You better open up because you and I are going to talk. We have, we have a meeting and, and we better, you better be there because I want to talk to you. It was around, I guess, around midnight or 1 o'clock, you know, when all the good things happen to you after midnight, right? <laughs> and I was furious. Uh, earlier that, uh, that uh, evening, late in the afternoon, I, this was probably about 30, 30 plus years ago, uh, this girl that I was, uh, was seeing, she, uh, she happened to call me up and say, you know, this isn't really isn't working out. So, uh, anyway. Like, does that happen to James Bond? Oh my goodness. And so that night is my, I just got angry and angry and I got in my car and, and I was headed out and I got to the destination and I was just banging on the door. You know, before you call the police or before you think I'm a stalker, it wasn't there. It was at West University Baptist Church, right next to the police department and the fire department. And it, it was a, a great big church that I was part of. And I was just banging on the door. I said, God, you had better be there. You had better be there because I'm coming in and I'm going to talk with you. I'm just fed up. And I grabbed one of these huge, big doors, and, and it opened. <laughs> and I was terrified. <laughs> I was terrified. And I thought, well, now what am I going to do? <laughs> Who thought this door would be open at 1 o'clock in the morning? And so I walk in. Well, I don't walk in. I take a couple steps in, and I just stop. And it was a Job-like moment for me where, where I really heard God speak, not in an audible voice, but very much like Job of, did you make the sunrise today? Have you ever, have you ever sent rain down from heaven? And just the way God talks to, to Job. But the terrifying part wasn't just that. The terrifying part was, was going in and, and knowing that I was not alone. That I was in the very presence of God. And that it wasn't just some door that I was hoping to, that it was closed and I could rail against God. It was, I was in a place where God was. And He really did want to talk to me. And I was terrified about that. I didn't want that. <laughs> I just wanted to bang on the door. <laughs> I didn't really want to seek him. You know, these Greeks in these patches, they're, they're not physically banging on the door. But I think they're banging on the door in their hearts. They're, they're not from Jerusalem. They're, they're Gentiles. They're Greeks probably from the diaspora from, from parts of, of, of the Roman Empire that, that somehow they have seen these strange people, these Jewish people worshiping their God, talking about their God in a way that they've never seen before. 
And so they are God-fearing Greeks. They are God-fearing Jews that over the years have, have come and, and come to the temple in a certain area of the temple, the, the area courtyard of the Gentiles, so that they can worship the God of, of the Israelites, the God of the universe. And they are asking to see Jesus. And you would think Jesus would say, yeah, come on, let's have a little coffee, go down to Starbucks, and, and we'll just chat a little bit. But he doesn't. He tells Philip and Andrew, he tells Philip and Andrew, the hour has come. The hour is right here. All along as they've been journeying with Jesus, he's been warning them or, or telling them what to expect. The hour will come when the Son of Man will, will do this, or will be lifted up like this, and it will come. And now he tells them, the hour is here. The hour is here. It's not a timetable. It's not like 11 o'clock reservation or anything like that. It, he is saying, the time for the Son of Man has come, has come to walk to the cross up that hill in Jerusalem. It is time for him to be crucified. It is time for him that he will rise again and he will sit at the right hand of God the Father. He is telling his disciples what will happen. And, 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 that, and that what they're expecting, they're expecting the Messiah to come in great glory and to great power and to push out the Romans and to set upon this new golden age again, right? To make Israel incredibly great again like it was during the times of King David and King Solomon. But his greatness and his glory, he will say, that now, today, the hour has come and I will be glorified. The glory that he will show is that his hands will be pierced and that his ankles will have a stake driven in it and he will be bare, naked, lifted up on a cross, humiliated, bloody, in front of the whole world to see. That is the glory of Jesus and he will say what he is doing, what his hour is appointed will not just glorify him, but it will glorify the Father. And out of that, the Father speaks and glorifies the Son, right? And lifts up the Son. I gotta tell you, there, there, there are a couple of things that, that I need to tell my kids and that I need to tell myself we live in an age of uh, great gospels of, of, of wealth and health, and we see it all the time. But I need to remind myself, and I need to remind my kids, the way to follow Christ is not through the glory of, of this power that we see in fame or wealth or Kardashians or any of that stuff. It's in the glory of, of the God-man who has come to suffer and to bear all upon his shoulders and that he will take it all upon himself. Good Friday isn't Good Friday because Jesus is lifted up on a cross and humiliated. It is Good Friday 
Because in his death, in his crucifixion, in his resurrection, in his ascension, he brings life. He says it bluntly. If a seed just is a seed, then it's really nothing. But if it falls into the ground and bears fruit, well, that's life. And the fruit that Jesus will bear is his death. And out of his death becomes life for all of us. The Greeks aren't there just as a show, but to say that the world now is following Jesus. That Jesus has come not just for this specific chosen people or the Jews in Jerusalem or the Jews in Galilee. He has come to be lifted up on behalf of every single person here. Every ethnicity, every language, every gender. Jesus has come to give life to all of us so that we may be that seed that will die and bear fruit. What terrified me that day at West University Baptist was not just being alone or knowing that I was not alone. It was knowing, it was knowing that as a Christian that, that I had to give myself up that it wasn't about me, but that it was about the one who would die on the cross for me and give his life to save not just me, but to save the whole world. And that terrified me. But it also was a day that God really changed the way I followed him. I followed him not out of my own self-centeredness, out of my own desires. But I followed him out of who he is and out of his glory that, that he may be glorified. Amen. Amen.